Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that movie? Oh, my God. (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Brainscan. And we <laughs> hate movies. Yeah! <laughs> we all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Sometimes. That is what I... Time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick for fuck's sake. seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. What the fucking world is in the an excellent day for an exorcism. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Welcome to the first episode of the 2015 Halloween Spooktacular. Uh, yeah, we're getting right into it with a pseudo-cyber thriller. Yeah, I was wondering how do you, you categorize this. It's almost... Well, I, the I'll, internet's not involved. The internet's not well, involved. 
it's sort of involved, right? Because he has to dial. Yes. What was it? One eight hundred fear. One eight hundred five 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 fear. In order to access the CD-ROM, so I think there's quasi. This is early internet. Yeah, it's kind of like you're playing Mist, and you need to like I don't know, <laughs> oh, man, mm-hmm. fucking read the scroll and jerk off a fucking monk or whatever happens in that game. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we're talking about Brain Scan from 1994, directed by John Flynn. Uh, this <laughs> you're fucking losing. It. Well, I don't know. I, you, you know what? If you want to get to the lighthouse, you better <laughs> yeah, you exactly better jerk start, off a start stroking. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I could get out of your way, or I could not. <laughs> what are we gonna do about this? It's up to you. Fry or fox waiting. It's, That's a whole different game. It's like a puzzle. You gotta rearrange his genitalia <laughs> in order for the secret door to open. Oh no, you were playing Trist. You should be playing <laughs> Mist. <laughs> ah, that explains a whole lot. So this movie is Edward Furlong is a real horror hound. Mm-hmm. Uh he just loves watching horror movies and he's got a weird friend who's twenty seven years old. <laughs> Uh, playing like a 13-year-old kid in this movie. Uh, and he gives Kyle. Him, Kyle, yeah, please, Kyle. And he's Michael, I believe. Yes, Eddie Furlong is Michael. So Mike and Kyle are horror hounds. Uh, and Kyle's like, hey, man, I, heard, I read the new issue of Fango, which is apparently what you call Fangoria if you're a fan of Fangoria magazine. Really? Fango. Sounds like a Greek yogurt. <laughs> uh, he's like, hey, man, there's this new game that they're advertising somewhere towards the back. It's called Brain Scan. Well, it's great because this is the first horror movie that I ever uh, experienced where Fangoria influenced the events, didn't report on the events. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, I don't know. I never read Fangoria. It yeah. was always like I'll breeze through it at the magazine stand. But And I love horror movies as much as the next person. Sure. But I'm... I'm not reading Fangoria. Nothing against Fangoria. Just like... We're going to get letters now. All these... uh... How dare you not read Fangoria? Why (laughs) don't you let up about how you didn't read a magazine? (laughs) Fangoria still exists, right? In website form, I'd wager? Yeah, I don't know if they print. No, 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 I would imagine. I mean, nobody prints anymore. Almost nobody. It's true. (laughs) So, also... um, you know you're in for a real dumb time. Like, I had no idea what this movie was. This was an Eric Siska favorite. Oh, yeah. You've seen this how many times? Probably about five. Yeah, sounds um, about right. Yeah, you know, it was, it was on TV a ton back right. in the day. Well, um, see, for me as a, as a brain scan newbie... Uh, noob, I think is you're looking. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. We are talking about a cyber thriller. You're gonna get letters, probably. <laughs> if you don't uh, say from noob, noob <laughs> Um I believe it's actually noob, like my name, noob Cybot. <laughs> he's the the titular noob. He's the he's... one that started it all. Oh yes. man, he's patient zero for noobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's like, and, you know, Eddie Furlong, uh, 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 Frank Langella, and then it's like, and some dude you've never heard from before as Trickster, and I'm like, yep, get ready to get really stupid. I don't know what this is, but that sounds really dumb. Uh, T-Rider Smith as the Trickster. No, it's not the trickster. That's like the Flash villain. This dude is just trickster. For legal purposes, it's trickster. (laughs) Um, DC said we can't use it in an indefinite article, so he's just (laughs) trickster. Just trickster. And let me tell you, they wanted this thing to be the next Freddy Mm Krueger. It's so clear. It's like Freddy Krueger meets Drop Dead Fred. (laughs) 
Yeah. You know what? Remember yeah, that movie, yeah. Drop Dead Fred? It's terrible, right? And it's mm-hmm. that obnoxious person's in it playing an imaginary friend. Right. Well, it's like that because he's like he's a horror guy, so it's like sort of like Freddy Krueger. He's coming out of the computer and study your dreams or whatever. But he's like cheesy, making jokes all over the place. The problem with it. Trickster is that he does <laughs> nothing in this movie. Like yeah. it's, it's it's like yeah, this movie you can tell is like oh man, Trickster T-shirts, Trickster Trickster masks, Trickster lunchbox. Yeah, I was gonna say masks, especially Trickster Halloween costumes. But he doesn't affect the story. He doesn't kill anybody, and he kind of just hangs out and like. Yeah, he's the Charles Manson of, <laughs> of this whole thing. But it, like, he he affects the story because he. Uh, and this is this is the level of trickery this guy gets. It's ridiculous. Like Edward trickery. Fur- Edward Furlong is just like, no, I don't want to play that game anymore. But Michael, don't you want to play again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll play again. <laughs> Good like, idea. Would, yeah, and it's just like stuff went bad the first time, and this guy's identified himself. He introduced himself as Trickster. Yeah, exactly. You want to like if you're trying to fool this dumb kid, you got to be like, "Hello, my name is Honest Dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm here exactly. to play a game with you." But also, let's get into Trickster a little bit. He is a demon or something. He's he exists a, in the nether realm of some kind. I believe he's a demon that. Is from a CD-ROM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. CD-ROM demon only. I don't think he's from hell. But he has a mailing address, apparently. Some sort of sorting facility where he can mail these games. <laughs> yeah. he, he, has, he has an advertising branch where he's, he's, he's in good with Fangoria. Yeah, exactly. Well, not that good. The ad was somewhere towards <laughs> the back. <laughs> You're right. He's got at least a PO box. <laughs> yeah, he's got. I think he's got at least an assistant. Oh, did you mail that brain scan CD-ROM out today? Come on, Jeremy. You're not going to get college credit unless all these are mailed out by the end of the day. I see here you were the personal assistant for Trickster. Could you speak on that experience and where you want to be in five years? Well, that's. My biggest question about this whole movie is just the logistics yes. of the brain scan operation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like this dude Kyle's like, hey man, here's this game, blah, blah, blah. And Eddie Furlong's like kind of, uh, he's dubious about the whole thing because he's played them all. Mm-hmm. He's played all the horror games. He's seen all the horror movies. You know, he's really just uh, 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 like numb to the whole thing. And we'll, we'll quickly say why he's yeah. sort of numb to the whole thing is this movie starts with him as a, a child cr- crawling out of a car wreck. Oh, yeah. And his, <laughs> his mom is splattered against the pavement. I don't know. This car must have been hit by a grenade. I don't know what happened to this car. I was I, like, yeah. was he in, like, I don't know, the Gulf War? Like, was where is this ID, car? Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So, yeah, he's had, like, you know reconstructive knee surgery so he walks with a limp and like you know the whole thing is he's just a dark kid because his mom's dead and he's angry at the world and his and, dad abandoned him in yeah, his dad's giant like, california mansion yeah just some so-and-so businessman who's never home well that's yeah he called the only time we hear about him is he leaves he leaves a message like hey mike how's it going uh business as well hope you're good talk to you never again yeah like see you later movie um, but no, so he's like, all right, he's, he's like dubious about the game and he's, uh, Kyle's trying to convince him to do it. 
So the first part of like brain scan magic in this movie is Edward Furlong is in his room, or, you know, where there's a command center because he's like kind of a hacker, and he's like, I don't know, this brain scan sounds pretty stupid, and then like a light from the heavens comes down, and he's like kind of possessed and has a, a like a seizure for oh, a I second, that. Yeah. right? It's just like this this rando seizure, and like he's not even hooked into the game at all. So I was like, wow. These are some mystical-ass powers from BrainScan. Right, yeah. But we're still using the fucking post office for part of it. Hey, J- hey, Jeremy, what you need to do is possess souls that may be talking ill about BrainScan. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new summer assignment. And those CDs better be gone See, by the time I get back. I think that's it. It's just a rink-a-dink operation. <laughs> like, like Lucifer kicked out Trickster a while ago. Now right. Trickster is like trying to get in his good graces by right. doing evil on Earth. <laughs> I got oh. a pretty good severance package from Lucifer. Eight grand. Not bad. Yeah, he's probably got his hands in a lot of stuff, too. Like, like junk mail, for instance. <laughs> oh, you think Trickster's behind junk mail? I think he's... A, yeah, he annoys people. Oh, watch this, Jeremy. None of these people requested these L.L. Bean catalogs, <laughs> but they're getting them anyway! <laughs> the pottery pot <laughs> for you! <laughs> So he he do, he caves and he mails in and you know Trickster gets his envelope I guess Jeremy have you seen that pile of forever stamps <laughs> they were right here on my desk just yesterday afternoon Oh Jeremy you mixed up the brain scan discs again this one's supposed to go to South Korea you moron <laughs> That's that's actually a really good question how many customers at a time is like brain scan LTD able to handle? Is the trickster being stretched all over the world like I that? I think so. yeah, he's got to be, right? Oh, yeah, you know what? I think this is why it's a quasi internet thing cuz you'd have to dial up and he calls back 1-800-555 fear once and it had a busy signal. So maybe trickster was <laughs> Fucking with someone else at that time. And this is why, like, he's like, I can only handle one user at a time. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm not trying to be a pain in the butt here, but were you making personal phone calls yesterday? A customer complained about a busy signal. Now, we just can't have that here at BrainScan. <laughs> and then Jeremy's sitting there, and... Someone calls in, and Trick's just like, oh, I work to do, and he walks into the computer and then walks out of this kid's television set. Oh, I guarantee yeah. you, the second Trickster goes into that computer, Jeremy's like, fucking finally. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's not going to be back for at least 30 minutes. He's, He's taking kick- an extra long lunch today. Yeah, he can kick back, <laughs> read some fangos. <laughs> He's just got a stack of, pe- of fangos just mile high. So the other thing, uh, speaking of stacks mile high, uh, Edward Furlong's a weird creep in this movie. Oh, yeah. This is a real our hero, ladies and gentlemen. This dude is a perv and a half. But I think you're supposed to think it's kind of sweet or something. Like, yeah, that, that's the message I got well, when here's I was a why kid. He, this is why, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he liked this movie so much. That's why I loved it. Oh, hey, Brain Scan's telling me it's cool to do this. He is... He is spying. He's video. Uh, that's he's videoing. That's the, really, the egregious. Yeah, he's. Well, it's all egregious. <laughs> but the, but that's the too fact far. That that's the made... line you'd ever cross. <laughs> he is filming the teenage girl across the way, uh, and this girl's getting naked in like the first scene of this movie. Sure, and he's just like, "Yeah, let's get into it." 
hit record, please. But here's why the movie like deems it's okay, because she's into it. That's the th- that's the trouble spot in this movie. Yes. This girl's supposedly all about being filmed by Eddie Furlong. And it's gross because like it's it's this weird like message that you're sending like dude, if you start filming this lady, she's going to find it cute. She's going to like you, man. That's how you right. get girls to like you. First couple times she's going to start screaming and pointing at you through the window, but if you're just persistent, eventually she'll just melt like butter. <laughs> And then it's a weird thing where, like, this chick's a photographer, and she's, like, taking pictures of him, filming her. That's bullshit. That's like, oh, everybody's doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? just like, I guess, you can't really point a finger at Edward Furlong, because she's doing it, too. Dude, it was like, it was 20 years before we were living in a surveillance state. These guys were ahead of the curve. Gro- growing up, I just thought this was normal. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a neighborhood. I just thought this is what people did in neighborhoods. Oh, man, if you can see a house from your house, you can film people in it. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't see see a house from my house <laughs> well this camera's on my property so i could do with it what i want it's right. mean, F- freedom <laughs> god damn my freedom is being infringed upon the one thing about him being a weird hacker is he's got this phone system that's impossible <sighs> this fucking computer phone thing it's a yeah it's a computer phone thing where he's never dialing it's all hooked up through his computer and he's got some like somewhat sentient ai called Jeeves or or, or uh, Igor, it's Igor, yeah, it's like it's Igor. based after the Frankenstein character, and like he's yes, like master. Yeah. yes, master, yes, and he's like you know dial one eight hundred five 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 fear, yes, master. You hear this, yes, master, <laughs> yes. like thirty eight <laughs> times in this movie. It's like Ma- I get it, phone system. Master, are you sure you don't want to have phone sex again tonight? <laughs> 800, it's usually 900. He's got a computer fo- phone before anyone yep. ever Nobody did. was giving a fuck about Like I like, remember we, that. I, who, I think people barely give a shit about Skype right now. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid's got it going on in 1990. <clears throat> <laughs> I 94. think it's four. Okay, yeah. So you're filming in 93, writing this movie in like 92 or whatever. Like, I remember the times when, you know, it was like, oh, I can dial a number like through my computer because we have like modems or whatever. Right, yeah. But this was, no, this movie is way before I was introduced to that. They predicted it all. Yeah. <laughs> and the computer could tell who's who's calling and will show pictures that he's got. Like, he's got some yep. like Snapchat situation uh, he, going it's, on. It's basically the prototype for the iPhone. Yeah. yeah but like, it's <laughs> a huge computer. Yeah. It's also a computer you can tell that he's definitely made because the monitor is like part of a TV. Yeah. And it's just this like big stack that's like. Clearly just a prop movie computer because it's like a tower, but not really. So he's like a computer genius slash horror hound. Great. Yeah, great is right. Yeah, well, he stays in a lot on account of the limp, I guess, is the idea. Yeah. Oh, oh like yeah. a rear window-y kind of thing. Maybe yeah. that's why he's yeah, like watching this girl. Uh, yeah, I see Hitchcock taught him it. <laughs> taught him it's, it's all right. It's all right. She might be murdered if I'm not watching her. <laughs> I'm protecting her. <laughs> I'm making sure she's safe at night. Now, now Michael, you got to make sure your 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 neighbor there is safe, <laughs> safely attractive. <laughs> you know, see, Michael, at the time when I was looking out of the window, I was protecting a sort of faceless woman from her evil husband. But at the time, I also had Grace Kelly by my side. <laughs> you got a Grace Kelly, Michael? No. 
Uh, oh, also, weird thing about this kid, he runs, like, the horror club at school. Yes. And he's got this principal on his back. Well, this horror club, I don't I don't know if we, I, I didn't have one at school, where you could just, I went to a Catholic school, so that just nixed about any kind of expression you could ever have. But, like, you're just, like, watching horror, like, R-rated movies at school? I don't think that's a No. Thing. Yeah. I, you I, know what? Probably today, with the state... Of this country. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. And what, you know, like this. Just down this, the tubes. Values down the tubes. Oh, bummer, America. I mean, it goes on and on. They're watching some, like, it's, it appears to be some kind of, like, Jalo-type film, mm. maybe. Probably and fake, I think. It's, it looks like it's a fake movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they say the title's Death, Death, Death. Yeah, that's too. Yeah, that's uh, probably pretty fake. That sounds like, like something in a fango. Yeah, <laughs> fango fanfic. Here's the thing about that though, and it's it's laziness on the screenwriter's part. Like, it happens a lot in these movies where we're gonna reference like a fake horror movie. The titles are always terrible. Yes. Like the title of that uh, horror movie in the Deadpool, whatever that one was. Oh yeah, yeah. Motel Ho- Hotel, Hotel Satan. Satan. Yeah. Like, fucking come on. Let's think about this just a little bit more. Well, I could barely hear this movie because it's so high up on a soapbox about most things. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh man, these kids are watching the horror movies. Guess what happens next? Yep. Yeah, you just guess. They're playing those horror video games. Oh, They're Resident man. Evils. Guess what happens next? Yeah, yeah. This movie is a real watchdog, like the evils mm-hmm. of like the horror community. I, I guess that's the thing, right? How how all encompassing is this? Horror movies, horror video games, horror magazine publications. <laughs> this screenwriter is taking the horror community to fucking task. And I think we should mention the screenwriter now, uh, Andrew Kevin Walker, who did Seven. Yep. Right. And other things. Uh, did you do 8mm? I believe so, yeah. There you go. Uh, he did 7, and he will tell you that he did 7. Um, <laughs> he won't tell you he did brain scan. I, uh, uh, I don't know. You ever did seen that do, movie 7? Uh, I, I wrote did, it. Did he work on Fight Club at all? Maybe. I have no idea. He might have been the features guy for a bit. I'm not sure, but not, not for a while. Special now he's all, all sorking out. I think I just remember that in that in in Fight Club, there's characters. One is Andrew, one is Kevin, one is Walker. Uh, oh, is that right? Oh, interesting. yeah, maybe. <laughs> ah, I haven't boy. seen that movie in a while. Um, so yeah, he's like getting into it with the principal because like the principal walks in right as this woman's like intestines are being pulled out or whatever, and this guy's like, "What is what is that?" It's a gallbladder. Oh, yeah. It's a gallbladder square. Would you fail biology? We can get into fucking Edward Furlong right now. That guy's terrible. (laughs) He's literally one of the worst actors. And actually, the bullshit is the director uh, blamed him for this movie. He's like, well, it was like you had that furlong all over my movie, you know what I mean? But no, he's no. not. He, he he's a, not the reason this movie right. doesn't succeed. I mean, he had a pretty good track record at the time, right? I mean, he did Terminator. Two. <laughs> uh, when was Didn't Pet Cemetery two? When did Pecker come out? <laughs> he was in Pecker, right? I feel like Pecker's at ninety nine. Yeah, idea. I think that's the late the late era. And now he's like, you know, just. I don't know what there was. Um, I, think, I, I heard I heard rumors that he's obese now. Is that well, true? that's <laughs> I don't know about obese, but I was going to say there's um, that flick. I think it's a Yuva Ball movie called Assault on Wall Street oh. uh, with uh, some dude who I can't remember. I think it maybe was that dude who played uh, the Punisher the second time. 
contemporary Punisher. Right, right. Uh, no, maybe not Ray Stevenson. Uh, yeah, it might be Ray Stevenson or just a dude who looks like Ray Stevenson. But it's just this movie about like this dude loses everything and like you know the fucking Great Recession and yeah. he, he goes blasting his way like through this you know oh, that's something hedge fund or whatever. Yeah, it's real edgy. Uh, we're talking about the 2008 recession in a movie that came out like 2013. Is he a good guy with a gun or a bad guy with a gun? <laughs> I think he's supposed to be a good guy with a gun in this movie. Mm. And anyway, Eddie Furlong is his like security guard buddy who like meets up with him at a diner or some shit. Uh, and he's kind of puffy. Yeah, I mean, he's starring mostly in domestic assault charges these days. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I've been noticing. Uh, but I mean, he's just he's not good in Terminator. He's not. Nope. He's never like. It's a whiny thing, and like I can see what he kind of represents in '90s culture, like the slacker nerd, right? Whatever, and like that's what he's doing here. But he, you also kind of need to act as well. You do kind of need to act, especially if you're in 99% of the scenes in this movie. Yes, I mean, I think and honestly, this is like this is like Shakespeare. You got to treat it with a degree <laughs> of respect. This is brain scan. God damn it. Yeah. I'm sure the director told him that numerous times and trickster is just filing his nails in the background. Like, is this kid going to blow the scene again? <laughs> This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you could lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down with a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. Oh, so I got this haircut for nothing, (laughs) apparently. Yeah. Oh, can we just talk about the way this guy looks for a second? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like a punk rock Ronald McDonald kind of. Like this hairdo is like this red blowout, like... It's like a bald guy sort of had a mohawk, but yes. not really. I don't know. And they stretch his mouth a little bit, and he's got like weird teeth. He kind of looks like he should be running afoul of Cardassians. Somewhere I was going to say his, his teeth, dude, he's got Ferengi teeth. <laughs> he also kind of looks like a New York doll. Yeah. <laughs> he does. yeah. Like a David, I could you put him next to a photo of David Johansson back in the day <laughs> yeah. playing the glam rock. He he fits right in. Yeah, I think Trickster headlined CBs a couple times in like '79. Oh man, and Trickster now, prequel. Give a round of applause for the Talking Heads. <laughs> he opened for them a bunch. Yeah. Oh Trickster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Jeremy can't fucking hear about it enough. It's like, oh, God, I know. Please just go inside the computer Did you now. know I used to know David Byrne? <laughs> David Byrne and I got into a real scrap one evening when I made some inappropriate comments to bassist Dino Weymouth. It was a real problem. But what a great set the heads had all the same. <laughs> Uh, we are just doing Mark Hamill Joker. Yes. Fine. Yep, don't don't, yep, don't yep, worry don't about it. D- put your fucking email away. I know exactly what I'm doing. I actually don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so if you could tell me, that'd be great. So he get you know, Jeremy, you know, overnights it. Overnights uh, Michael a disc uh, from BrainScan Inc. And it's a nice branded envelope, which I appreciate. And it's like, yeah, it's definitely been there's thought behind it. It's like an it's like a clamshell. It's got brain scan. Right. It's got the logo written all it's over very it. Very nice. Yeah, Legit. Trickster did a good job with the graphic design department. <laughs> yes, the graphic design department. You mean me? <laughs> Doing everything around here. Jeremy is so useless. So fucking he... unpaid interns. <laughs> so he gets. He gets the disc and he's like, okay, cool. He notices that uh, his lady friend's having a party across the street. Oh, it's a party at her house? Yes. I, okay, thank you for clearing that up because I couldn't figure out just where this party was happening. And it's very clear that this is like a uh, uh, a comment on like kid culture. It's like he looks at it and he like looks at it wistfully and he kind of closes the window like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to shut her in and jerk off for the night. Oh, yep. yeah, we've all been there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He actually even tries to call. She tries to call him at one point. Yeah. And uh, when he's on brain scan and his busy signal, because she, she does kind of have a crush on him, right? Yeah. And she's, you know, she's an attractive, like, artsy, fartsy kind of girl. And the signal, the busy signal goes, Master is busy. And it's like, yep. oh, yeah, never going to have sex with this kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That is unsettling. Dude, and it's it's hilarious, too, because. When he's getting ready to settle in for a night with brain scan, a brain scan sesh, I think you call him. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah, he says to um, he says to Igor, he goes, uh, 
hey, Igor, do not disturb or something like that. Or like, no calls. Oh, that's right. Igor, no calls. Yes, master. And then it's got like the little uh, like lock and chain sound. Like, yeah, because why not? You need to build disturb. that into this fake phone system. <laughs> So he's he's settling in, and now finally, fucking finally in this movie, we're going to play some brain scan. And it's been advertised as, like, it's the scariest, most realistic, mm. blabbity-blow horror experience you can ever have on a CD-ROM. <laughs> mm. And instead of, like, most horror games on a CD-ROM, when you're looking for a fucking key for two hours... <laughs> It's, you know, it's this hypnotic experience into your TV. Like, basically, it's the trickster face pops up and, like, a light shoots out of his eyes. And, like, you have an hour, it seems, to kill somebody. Right. Right. You're basically having a seizure the entire time. (laughs) I think that's the idea, yeah. Yeah. But it's, like... Ultra-realistic virtual reality, I guess, is right. what we're getting at. What, and for the movie's purposes, that means we cut to a POV yes. of, you know, it's it's Eddie Furlong, you can tell, because he's got his, like, black chucks on. And he's just, like, you know, walking through a yard or something. And, like, Trickster's narrating everything. And he's just like, <laughs> go to the gate. Go to the gate. Open the gate. The other gate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> the best thing is he, he goes into a kitchen and he's like, choose your weapon. And there's like <laughs> this, this like decorative uh, red peppers that I kind of wanted him to pick up. <laughs> oh, not the red peppers again. Really, Michael, the peppers? Oh, I've, I've chosen to haunt a real novice. You know, I opened for the peppers once. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you mentioned that sequence because holy Toledo, there is a just a butcher knife hanging from the ceiling in yep. this kitchen. What, not, that is not a safe place to put your cutlery. No, this is it's one of these things where it's like you know over the stove or whatever where you hang like pots, pots and pans, yeah. and that's around it. But then it's just like four spoons and a huge <laughs> knife, and you're just like. Well, I wonder which one he's going to select. I hope I don't bump my head on anything. <laughs> it's so precarious. Or an earthquake that's California. My oh, God. Right. Yeah, it's riddled with those. So he selects the knife and then he's like, walk upstairs, Michael. He's also like, we're doing this like Hamill Joker thing because it's fun. This dude's kind of trying to do a pinhead a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's very pinhead. Especially during this, like the game narration. Yeah. And so walk upstairs, Michael. That's right. Now go through the door. Oh, that's right. You're almost there, Michael. The other door, <laughs> Michael. Oh, God damn it! I keep having to break my scary voice. <laughs> it's just like, again, if it was a CD-ROM, it's like, go into the library, Michael. <laughs> You'll find some interesting notes in there. Be sure to read the index, Michael. It tells you everything you need to know about everything you need to know. <laughs> Hope you like reading, Michael. <laughs> Keep scrolling. <laughs> Check the floor. You're doing it now, Michael. You're reading. <laughs> oh, don't you think those statues w- could move? Maybe try that for a while. That might open a door or something. Dude, helpful hints from these kind of video games are great because I always imagine them getting frustrated oh, yeah. with the player. Uh, so then he's like, do you, see, do you see that lonely fat man sleeping? <laughs> do it, Michael. Kill him now. 
And whatever, he fucking stabs this dude. He stabs him in the back, and then he kind of runs around and breaks up his apartment. This, it's like a cartoon ate a bunch of hot sauce. <laughs> this guy's like, my back! And he's like running into bookshelves and <laughs> tripping over the bed. It's a little bit outrageous. <laughs> and uh, he's like, now you need a trophy, don't you, Michael? This is so stupid. And he cuts off his foot with a butcher knife like you would cut off a fucking piece of ham from a fucking ham hock. <laughs> Dude, just right through it like nothing. Just through that bone, not even working at it. You know what, movie? You want to make this like a real harrowing experience? Yeah. I need a shot of Eddie Furlong really just working it. Put Work- his elbow into it. How about working it and it's been like an hour and he hasn't cut <laughs> He's through it? sweating. Oh, Michael, how about an ear or a <laughs> nose? <laughs> Keep it simple. This boy thinks he can cut through a bone with a butcher knife. One thing I want to talk about because it doesn't make any sense is sure. the, the mechanics of the game. So he kills him and he kind of gets sucked out of the matrix. And right. like the thing is, brain scan or, or trickster is like, all right, you've got one hour. And if within one hour you won't get, the, if you don't do it within one hour, you'll lose the game and you won't get the next disc. Right. And the consequences of which, like usually in any movie ever, um, you know, when there's rules clearly laid out, like, oh, if you don't, if you, if, you know, you stay on the path, if you go off the path, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. We usually see that. You know what I mean? Like, that's you a screenplay thing. You want to see the thing. penalty. Yeah. And that never, ever happens. He always does it just in time. Yeah. What a great thing. Uh, this character succeeding and playing by all the rules of the game. <laughs> How exciting. He gets sucked back into his thing and he drinks a huge, gross glass of milk that's just been sitting there. Let me tell you, oh. there's, there's, like, we just saw, uh, this kid cut off a foot from this dead, fat guy. But the most disgusting part of this movie is watching Eddie Furlong chug milk. Cause he's like, wow, that was so intense. Like, he still believes it's a game. And he, like, shoves part of a sandwich in his yeah. mouth. And then he's glugging this milk and it's going all over his yeah. face, all over his metal t shirt that he's got on. And it's just, it's disgusting. No one should ever chug dairy products. <laughs> Gogurt, whatever. No, thank you. No. Not even a white Russian. You gotta sip it. Oh, you gotta sip that white Russian. Guaranteed. The next day he goes to uh, the girl. Is, is she Kimberly? Did I make yes, that? Yes, Kimberly. Okay. He goes to Kimberly's house. He's, you know, he's, he killed somebody last night. He's feeling pretty good about himself, you know? <laughs> is this before? Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it is. Okay. Sorry. So, like, or killing, he, killing people helps your confidence. It does. Just, every, so, just people out there. So oh, I know. just killed a guy last night. Now I'm going to go ask out Kimberly. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like, what do you have to be afraid of anymore? <laughs> you already defeated death and became God. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, while he's waiting for her in her living room, he sees a news report where, oh, my God, that actually... <laughs> When you die in the game, you die for real. Like, right. there's the, he actually did kill somebody last night. Can we mention briefly Kimberly's parents? Yes. Oh, man. these. You know what? I think if he hadn't rang that doorbell, one of the two of them was about to ask for a divorce. <laughs> like, the dad was just like, you know why? Ding dong. Fuck. He's like reading a gigantic book in this <laughs> the most 90s, 90s living room I've oh, ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a Patterson for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, and he's also like the dude gets the, they here's why I think they're on the verge of divorce because they both look at each other like you're going to get that fucking door or <laughs> yeah, what? Exactly. And the dad's just like, "Eh, it's last straw time." And, and it's that fucking doorbell again. Yeah, and so like he opens this door and it's just like, "Oh good. A boy's here who wants to fuck my daughter. Hey honey, <laughs> look who's here. Oh great, teenagers." Oh, it's that creep from across the street, Mr. Camera Cam. How's it going, <laughs> Mr. Camera Cam? <laughs> 
And yet before Kimberly can get downstairs, which is great because they're like, hey, Kimberly, someone's here to see you. No response. I think she's taking a nap. Like, you don't even see her in this scene. But yeah, it comes up like, this dude was actually murdered in the neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. And like Eddie Furlong starts like getting the murder sweats and he's got to get out of there. (laughs) Like, tell Kimberly I'll call her later. <laughs> Eddie Furlong. Get, 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 get. Oh my God, I killed someone. <laughs> oh, is, oh, oh my goodness. This is when Trickster comes out of the TV and starts hoo hawing <laughs> all over this fucking movie. And he, it's you know, he looks the he's, worst. It's my favorite sequence in the movie. So he's like, comes out. It, there's a lot about Trickster. I know we're, we're comparing to a lot of things. He's a little Encino Man, kind of. There's yeah. a little Encino Man going on in this movie. So he picks it out. And he's like, what are these CDs? Garbage, garbage, garbage. And he's like, never leave. He's like, oh, I've got something that's really going to blow your mind. And he pulls the CD out of his, uh, whatever, out of, out of his coat. And you're like, oh, my God. It's going to be like devil music or like ritual chanting. It's Primus. Yeah, just turns out <laughs> Trickster's a fan of Primus. Why not? Hey, why not? And he's just dancing around the room, just like, oh, Primus is fantastic. Didn't you love killing someone last night? <laughs> you know, I kind of influenced Primus with my early stuff. <laughs> a couple and, of my boots made it out to Primus's <laughs> warehouse. And what does he say? He's like, uh, you got to like get rid of the trophy. or he's, That's what like yeah. he was saying to him in the game. Like, Take a trophy, Michael. Yeah. You know, and so he goes to the freezer and there's the fucking foot, man. And you know... Well, this is what's great is they make it so that this dude has a tattoo on his foot. Yeah. As if for when we get to this scene, he would open the fridge and just see a tattooless foot <laughs> and be like, well, was that the foot I cut off in the game or is this a different severed foot? Like, you don't need that tattoo. No. A foot in the freezer says it all. Yes. Stupid detail fucking foot and tattoo. You know, that guy does not look like the foot tattoo type. No, he does not. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Oh man, what if it like what, what if he was like a, a hell's angel and now the fucking angels are coming after this kid too? That's Sud- what I want to see. Suddenly, this movie got interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bunch of angels like riding around his house. Oh yeah, come on out, kid. Oh Michael, we've killed the wrong man. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, he just jumps into the TV. <laughs> Game over for me. <laughs> oh, I'm not fucking with the hell's angels, Michael. <laughs> Uh, I'd rather fuck with a real angel than a hell's angel. (laughs) Instead of any cool biker gang mischief, (laughs) he just goes into the woods to bury this foot, and this dog starts giving him trouble. Dude, I was wondering, and this is a this is a total brain scan fan theory. Sure, please. Is this dog also the trickster? Be- because this oh. appears to be a real knowing pooch. Sure. I don't think so. No, I think it's that's... just a, it's a real mischievous pup. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a mischievous pup. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just supposed to be like, oh, what's the worst thing could happen when you're trying to bury yeah. meat or whatever? Yeah. Like, oh, the dog's this German Jerry Lee comes out of the woodwork <laughs> the and more, just runs away with it. The more fantastical thing than the dog here is the owner. He's like a fat guy in a tracksuit who's like... <laughs> Can't see anything. Like, yeah. Edward Furlong is laying in the ditch yes. with a severed foot. His dog is on top of him. And he's like, oh, that's nothing over there. Come on. Come yeah, on. I was like, where is this dude's sunglasses? Because he's clearly blind. Like, what? what is? how does he not see this little turd laying on the ground three feet in front of him? It just doesn't make sense. It just <laughs> doesn't add up. 
And at this point, he's really freaking out. So he starts staying home from school, right? And his buddy, Kyle, is like, hey, man, you done with brain scan yet? Can I play brain scan? Hey, can I play brain scan? Bro, I want to borrow your brain scan. And Trickster's like, there's a witness. Oh, so you were seen. You weren't as good as you thought you were, Michael, even though you were brilliant. And he's all jerking <laughs> off about how he, I don't know, I mean, like, he just killed one dude. It's not that great. Yeah, whatever. This dude was, like, alone in the house. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm real impressed. Way to, way to overdo it with the praise, Trickster. And, you know, he doesn't even have a theme or a motif. He just took the foot for what reason? I don't know. Yeah. He should have cut his kneecap off or something. Yeah, because sure. <laughs> I don't have one, Carve. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Trickster's like, you got to, you got to play level two, or else you're gonna go to jail, right? And yeah. like, I'm gonna send you. All right. Uh, by the way, ignore my name for this portion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm totally <laughs> honest with you. He keeps getting fucking scammed by a guy named Trickster, day in and day yeah. out. He's like Trickster. You said he. He always has this thing where it's like, I'm gonna go to the cops, and he's like. Oh, that's fine, Michael. But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) due to the nature of this agreement, what with me coming out of your television and all, (laughs) I don't think it's going to fly. And he's like, all right. And he thinks he's going to be smooth here. The second time, like when he plays round two, he starts filming himself. Yes. And I was like, wow, way to turn the camera on you, kid, instead of this poor girl across the street. (laughs) And he's like, Hi, my name's Michael. I'm 16 years old, and I'm scared. It's the funniest fucking thing. But it's also, like, the bullshit is they change, like, in the when when the first time happens and it's, you go to a POV shot, yep. you think that's what brain scan is. Every right. time he does it, he's going to go in. It's going to be POV. That way we know we're playing brain scan and not doing whatever. Exactly. He just blacks out. Yep. And he- you don't know what happens. And he just wakes up like seconds later, like, wow, oh, that was crazy. Let's check the videotape. And it's like he has the seizure and then he gets up and walks away. And like, so he's freaking out. And I was like, why couldn't we see this? Yes. Like, what are you trying to keep secret? It's not that he murdered his friend. It's never like a did he actually do it? Because seconds later, they're like, so um, Kyle was murdered last night. And you're like, all right. Well, yeah, I know. Why couldn't I see that? Is it a fucking deleted scene? Like. Yeah, maybe. I mean... Keep the logistics of how I'm going to look at your dumb VR game yeah, the same. For sure. And yeah, I, I want to see... This is a movie without a huge body count. Right. And it's... I would like to see that little turd with, you know... Because the, the funny thing is, like, he's so his best friend. Like, every time he, like, hangs up the phone with him, he's like, buddies forever. Hang it's up, so weird. Forever. Best yes. buds for life, right? You're, you're never going <laughs> to kill me, right, Michael? Michael, come on, say it. <laughs> I'm not going to hang up till you say it. Michael, say it. Best buddies forever, right? (laughs) Best buddies. And now the the video of him getting up out of the chair confirms, yes, I am going out and murdering people whenever I play this game. It's not a game. I'm not watching the TV. You kill in the game. You kill for real. Yeah. And you know what, dude? Fool me once, trickster. Shame on you. Fool me twice, trickster. Shame the fuck on me. Exactly right. I think because of the trickster, this kid has gone out in the house more, like way more. He's <laughs> actually doing actually him a favor. <laughs> Dude, he's only going to school and then coming home. And with the help of trickster, he's getting out there. He's meeting new people. Mm-hmm. A little fresh air. Yeah. And some exercise, just sawing off that foot. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is his trophy the second time isn't his friend's foot. 
Because I guess he doesn't have a foot fetish. But they, should got, be, like, they should be go all feet or no feet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or at least keep it within the realm of cutting off body parts. Yes. Not just his dumb like arrowhead necklace or whatever it is. Right, yeah, his lucky charm. But he, you know what he does keep consistent? Putting that shit in the freezer for whatever reason. Because <laughs> he opens the freezer back up. He's like, boy, I hope it's not another foot terminator. And it's just this necklace. And he's like, oh, no, it that does, necklace. It, it has blood on it. Yes, it so, does have blood on it. So we could clone Kyle for best buds forever, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe Trickster can help me clone my dead best buddy. Whatever. So he's pretty peeved that uh, the trickster. And he's like, oh, you tricked me, trickster. <laughs> Kyle didn't witness anything. And he's like, well, he knew about brain scan. He read that fango, didn't he? But then it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm calling uh, some bullshit on your logic here, trickster, because you put that ad in fango mm-hmm. somewhere towards the back. <laughs> Uh, but so what? You're just going to go around eliminating all the people that read the well, ad? This is just the trick, right? You know, <laughs> he wants to fuck with Michael, right? To 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 that degree, like there's no reason Kyle had to die. Yeah, he just wanted him to go. Yeah, I had my fingers crossed that he was going to go. Just, See, put, now, just being honest about it. This is the saddest and scariest part of the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> is <laughs> Edward Furlong's only friend now is Trickster? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Like, sorry, I just, I just, this it's social circle sad. is pretty small. Yeah, and, I get, and his dad's too busy slinging coke in Mexico, so we can't. He's not coming back anytime soon. Yeah, like whatever. I, you know what I think it might be? I think he's with uh, David Morse and the Good Son over in Tokyo doing oh, whatever yeah. that deal oh, was. Right? Yeah, shady just, business. Yeah, some shady shit, dude. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, My, this, Michael, I, I can't. It's gonna be a few more days. The yakuza has demanded another meeting. <laughs> So enter in the father figure of this movie, a snoozing on cruise control, Frank Langella. Wow. Yeah, like, he, Frank Langella is one of those actors where I'm like, Frank Langella is great in everything. And then I watch Frank Langella in most things, and I'm like, oh, he's just tired again. <laughs> he's, got, he's got his days, and he's got his days. Yeah, and so he's playing Detective Rip Van Winkle. And, uh, <laughs> well, well, he keeps, like, he keeps bumping into Michael, like... The first thing oh, I think right. is like an auto rack, and he's like, "Get out of here, kid. Go play. Go play your video games." That <laughs> that was a confusing thing because it's like Eddie Furlong's coming home, and he's got like a little scooter, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, look, he's on a motorcycle." Yeah, again. another dirty dirt bike. Um, but no, he just pulls up, and it's like this murder scene, and they're like getting a body into a bag, and I was like. Is this related to the thing? Or no, no right. this is just another it's just a rando death in this neighborhood. Okay. Then the next time he goes to the fat guy's house and he's like, Fool me twice, kid. You know, he's just <laughs> like there again. I told you to scram last time, kid. Didn't I see you at this town's last brutal murder? <laughs> <laughs> and then um What's her name? Kimberly comes by because she's so in love with this fucking creep that's been taping her. (laughs) One of the creepiest scenes is like him trying to call her and he's watching video of her while he's trying to call her. Yes. Ew. Oh, you never did that? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Dude, and it's it's even weirder because he times it just so. So when like she picks up the phone, he's like, Igor, hang up. (laughs) Yes, Malstar. And um, (laughs) she can hear. Yes, Matt. <laughs> I mean, you know really who it was. Odd. Yeah, it's yeah. This is creepy. It's either it's either Michael or Kyle Calder, one or the <laughs> other. 
And, you know, she comes over with all the school books because he stopped going to school because oh, like, yeah. he's all upset about murdering a lot of people. And <laughs> Kimberly's like, hey, I got all your assignments. And he's like, wow, that's that's really great. Oh, man. Oh, mm, ah. and you should go. Yeah. And here's the well, thing. She also has yeah. a sli- like a piece of paper, that a petition that Kyle was oh. getting together <laughs> to bring <laughs> back the horror club. You're going to feel like a real heel when that happens. And the, <laughs> yeah, his friend that he just murdered. And at the bottom, and this, is, this is where you know Kyle's a real loser. Uh-huh. <laughs> At the bottom of the petition, Kyle had written, best buds forever? But he also yeah. called her and was like, I think he's mad at me. I don't know what's going on. Right. Like, yeah, it was weird. Because also the thing we didn't mention was like, Kyle comes over. He's like, let me play brain scan, best bud. And he's like, get away. I've got mono. <laughs> and like, they kind of have a fight or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he like kicks him out the house. So yeah, he, she's like, uh, yeah, Kyle called me. It was weird because we've never spoken on the phone before. But uh, he said, you guys had a fight? And here's the petition to bring back the horror club. <laughs> Speaking of the horror club, I just want to—I just remembered a great part of this movie. Fantastic, one of my favorite moments. <laughs> Please, that was with the principal yelling yeah. at him about the horror club. Uh-huh. Do you remember some of this dialogue? That's like, like, what is it with these horror movies? Is like, is it like lighting a marijuana cigarette oh, yeah. and saying goodbye to the world? <laughs> oh, and then so is it like, like so? It's better. Getting an erection and raping somebody? <laughs> no, watching pornography, getting an <laughs> erection, and going out and raping somebody. You're a school administrator. The connections that this principal's <laughs> making. Holy Toledo. You know what? You want to poo-poo marijuana cigarettes? That's fine. You want to poo-poo pornography? That's fine. <laughs> Don't poo-poo erections. <laughs> Dude, leave boners out of it, okay? Come on. <laughs> But you're, you bring a student <laughs> into your office yeah. and you're talking about erections and, and raping people. Even, even Edward Furlong's like, the erection didn't rape the woman. And the, <laughs> the dude did. Wait, what? <laughs> Get him, Terminator. That made no sense. It's like, what did the principal just talk to you about there? I don't know. Like boners and joints and rape it was really weird he was yelling a lot and then the terminator grabs this principal it was not the boner (laughs) the boner did not pull that job it was the man also like yeah i mean like yeah he's gonna lose you lose your job you say the word erection to a student yep like, unless you're repeating well, it. Well, unless you're in the <laughs> sex ed yeah. class. If you're the sex ed teacher, yeah, yeah. you can't just be talking about hard dicks without context. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> within, within a minute, you talk about marijuana, rape, erections, pornography to a student. Yep. No, you're out on your ass. No, exactly. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm glad so, we got. I'm glad we just got that covered. Yes, and speaking of erections, he's got one now because she's like, so I could hang out and we yep. could like, you know... Hang out, uh-huh. and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, there's another brain scan disc. You gotta get out of here, girl." <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Are you sure?" Because like, the train's leaving the station, <laughs> and he kicks her out. Like, "Oh god, I can't believe I'm doing this." Oh, yeah, get out of my house. Well, oh. To be fair, though, the last thing you want to do is finally be able to hook up with your long lost, unrequited love. Uh huh. And then Trickster shows up. And oh. He's like, oh yeah, Michael, that's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> No, the other one, Michael. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You've got Trickster. less than an hour, Michael. Come on. You've got time, teenage boy. But at the same time, 
take that risk, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> because you might be going down for a double homicide. Yeah, exactly, true. dude. Exactly. Like, and, and the other thing is, it's not like he put disc three in. Yeah, that's and true. And the H is O. Like, he's got to insert this horror disc into his CD-ROM. Well, the thing is, like, Trickster at some point just starts hanging out in his house. Yeah. Well, no, just and, eating his fucking groceries. That's when he starts at Ceno Manning because he's like See, eating like what, raw that's, chicken and like, <laughs> that's the moment I thought of Drop Dead Fred. He's the Trickster's got the munchies <laughs> and he's just eating. He's like, yeah, he's just munching on this raw chicken. And this actor is doing a terrible job at pretending he's eating a raw chicken. He's like, kind of just. Like putting his face up to it and not biting or anything. And he's got like hot dogs and bananas and all oh, sorts and he's of putting shit. Mustard on it. It's like a scene from Hook. <laughs> he is disgusting. He does belong in that version of Netherland with his haircut. <laughs> Dude, oh. I think him and Rufio have the same haircut. <laughs> they might. <laughs> oh, you don't even remember anymore, Peter. I'm gonna go form a crooked video game company. <laughs> Then I'll show you who can really fly, Pan. <laughs> so, so he kicks this girl out, possibly uh, to never lose his virginity ever. And this is when he's like, all right, Trickster, I'm going to play the game one more time, man. <laughs> and you better not play any tricks on me. <laughs> and this is, this is the most disgusting thing because he's like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And like the Trickster cuts Eddie Furlong's hand open yeah. and the blood falls onto a like stack of magazines or something and then the blood like swirls around and makes a CD now here's the thing trickster if you can do that yeah. why are we using the postal service <laughs> Because when he sees the the third disc he like smashes it yes. like he kicks Kimberly out and he smashes it and whatever and he's like, oh, thought you destroyed my CD-ROM, huh? <laughs> he's running around the office. Jeremy, did you get a delivery confirmation on that? <laughs> I told you to shout out for the insurance and tracking ability. <laughs> what I are don't... you doing? Trying to run a fucking business, Jeremy. <laughs> a fucking child could do it. <laughs> I got a whale here. We're on disc three. I've never gotten to disc three. It's the Koreans kind of a... always throw it out after two. It's kind of a big deal. And no one's ever been dumb enough to get to disc three. Jeremy, you keep talking about wanting a Christmas party. The only way we're going to get to Christmas here at, here at BrainScan LTD is if you buck up and get him to play disc three. How could there be no fucking tracking? You want that bonus at Christmas, Jeremy? Buck up. I swear to God, your desk is an absolute train wreck. This is disgusting. Those Doritos are from yesterday, Jeremy. Now let me eat my raw chicken in peace. Put on Primus. <laughs> yeah, so he starts playing this game. He does. Again. Well, the, the funny thing is, I don't know what. There's a separate movie going on where a werewolf is on the loose. Because we cut, we cut to, it's Frank Langella and he's like, all right, Neighborhood Watch. Here we go. Oh, yeah. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's break into teams. We're going to... They're looking for some... I don't know what they're even looking for. Because they they believe that, like, a killer is just running around the town. Like were- much like, like a werewolf. Exactly. Yeah, like, totally that's right. not how killers work. They don't, like, stalk around the town like killers. They look <laughs> a lot like people until yeah. they murder people. And he gives <laughs> this big speech about, like, anyone out there with firearms, I catch you, 
whether or not you use them, I'm going to take it away from you and arrest you. It's the best thing. It's like, it's like I'm going to take your Game Boy from you and put it in my drawer. And you can get it at the end of the year. Do you? But do you think he was hunting monsters before <laughs> before he went to this this new beat? I oh, if Frank Langella like monster hunter, maybe he was part of like Hellboy's team. <laughs> he could have been. Why not? I, I just don't know what the what the purpose of this hunt is. Like, you get these fucking the, these small towners who who have lost two people. A kid yeah. is dead now. Now we're in. This is when they all become worry warts. Yes. and they're like, we gotta. I'm staying out on my porch all night to make sure <laughs> there's no killers coming by. And you're like, yeah. You know what? Uh, you know what a good idea is. Let me uh, mobilize these people. Let me get them. Mm. Let me get them good and drunk and get them on the street. Exactly. It's the monsters are due on fucking Maple Street, yeah. dude. And let's give all these hicks this heightened sense oh, of importance yeah. mm. to get out there and kill this killer. Maybe uh, Franklin Jell is like, oh, it'll draw, uh, a lot of victims on the streets. It'll draw them out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what he's even trying to do, and like and as like as far as we know, like he's not the paranormal police; he's just a detective. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> far, as far as we know, as far as we know, but so if you're not a licensed werewolf hunter, how are you getting the approval of like the town police department? No. To 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 deputize these people, why not just have more? You know, get some two more squad cars just going around. Yeah, where are the actual cops? Bring, if you're a detective, yeah. that means there's other police in this town. You bring in the stateies. Yeah, yeah. Go to the state police if you need to. Shit, bring in the FBI if you think it's getting that serious. Not these fucking, you know. Weekend couch quarterbacks, and it goes terribly. <laughs> oh yes, it sure does. So, uh, brain scan, uh, trickster is like, "What? Well, there's one. There's evidence at Kyle's house. You really botched it last night. Too bad we didn't see it." Um, <laughs> so you got to get over there and fix it. So he's like, "All right, and you've got only thirty minutes for this disc." Do you see how this game's getting harder, Michael? Uh, now there's only thirty minutes. So he puts it. Uh, he puts the disc in. And again, like brain scan happens every time we do like a weird slide beginning of Fight Club Vortex. It is the sliders slide graphic just made to look blood red. And now we're just watching Eddie Furlong do stuff. Yeah, total like third person camera. It's just him, like just any any old scene in the movie, and it, he's totally aware of his actions. So it's not even like he's in a brain scan trance anymore. Like, why even put the disc in to do this? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. He's like, all right, I put the CD-ROM in. Igor, keep things all right here. I have to go out now. <laughs> I'm going to grab my coat. And I'm going to walk out the door. Like, yeah, At least the first two times you know that he's in some sort of weird, like, trance. demonic trance. Yeah. And he's not responsible right. for his actions, at least a little bit. But now he's just, like, re- literally, like, puts a disc in it. Like, it's, yeah. And the mission is he's Now you're just go. wasting electricity, really. You're leaving <laughs> yeah. the fucking TV on. Running Monster. that computer. <laughs> There's only so much E-Star conservation I can do. <laughs> Mas- you have to turn this off when you leave. Master, Con Edison is calling. <laughs> Con Edison. Do not disturb, Igor. I've been ducking him for weeks. Oh, also, now I'm glad I'm giving myself a time limit. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Give yourself an artificial... Just do things. So the whole thing is he's got to go over to Kyle's house because apparently... He killed him at his house. We don't see it. We don't know how Kyle died, no. but 
he stomped through a rose garden and the, the the footprints he's worried they'll be able to tell that it's a person who has a limp and Eddie Furlong's got the limp so he's got to go over there and just just dust off the the dirt or whatever level it out but it's already been marked the pictures are there like there's there's nothing it's you could do it too late yeah definitely yes. too late and they're not going to bring that soil into the courtroom and be like there it is <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they already took pictures of yes. it. Like if you had to duck under the police tape, they already took pictures yes. of it. So he goes to do this, and like Frank Langella's, uh, like he's got a detective partner yep. who is a real just nothing character. He's not even dressed like a police detective. I think the only real line is when Frank Langella yells at him for driving too slow. Oh yeah, that's that's the moment in this movie where they try to like make them like characterize them as partners right, he's like banter yeah he's like what are you standing on that side of the car for and langella is like because i'm sick and tired of you driving 20 miles an hour or whatever and i'm like yeah. i don't give a shit about that <laughs> no it's too, <laughs> too little too late so that dude's over there just by himself in the dark dusting for prince just totally alone while well, the whole town goes mad well we're on the mad the mad monster hunt yes like, so langella's ha- like handling that part of the operation he hears furlong he's like oh i better go out on the streets and catch this kid right i'm an i'm an authorized police oh, officer there's also a, a moment when right you know it was soon after kyle got murdered that edward furlong calls yeah. kyle oh right yeah and he's like kyle oh yeah like, like langella picks up the phone and doesn't say anything and he like he's just like kyle pick up the phone please be alive please be okay and he's like who is this <laughs> Uh, answer me now. I have you here. Please answer. And he just hangs up on him. So, there, by the way, we should mention that, like, Langella is really pretty sure that uh, Eddie Furlong's doing the killing. Right. And he eventually does get, like, handed some paper. It's like, turns out that kid did make the call. Oh, yeah. because at so one point, like, he, and he burns uh, some clothes yeah. in the fire right. and they find some some blood from that dude on it. He's fu- he's well fucked at this point. Anyway. Exactly right, and um, he's like, oh, now he's on the run from because the the cop starts chasing him. So he goes out to the streets, and luckily there's teams and teams and teams yeah. of um, there's teams and teams and teams the of neighborhood watch dudes. Yes. Yeah. and he gets it's this fucking perverted principal's wet dream because he bumps <laughs> into him and he's like, oh, now I've got you, Michael. Oh, now it's Bobby Boner. Hello, Bobby Boner. <laughs> you got a jazz cigarette on you, porno addict. Out raping, I see. And he's like, you know, he's grabbing. He's like, I got him. And he's like on the on the walkie talkie, like, I got him, I got him. And he slips out. And it's like an action figure commercial. Remember, (laughs) remember how that used to happen? So basically, he slips out and. He causes a bunch of bricks to fall on this dude. It's like when you're trying to advertise in the commercial, like the play set. And yeah, it's right. like, you know, you can go to this area. You can go to this one. Look out for the bricks falling. It's like a play set of a construction site, which I don't I wouldn't have any interest yeah. of that as a child. But uh, yeah, so this dude's crushed to death. Yep. It's pr- pretty good. You don't get to see like the aftermath too much. You just see a bunch of bricks. On yeah, body. He's, he's laying there with like some dust on his face, I think is the most you get. <laughs> But you're like, wow, what a disaster, Frank Langella. It sure can't get any worse for you. <laughs> then, like, the partner's like, hey, I've been chasing that kid. And then, like, this dude turns around with this shotgun. And the cop draws his firearm, like, what the fuck are you doing? And this neighborhood watch guy blows this partner away, shoots him dead. And there's a bunch of them standing there with, a, like, hand their, ha- their hat in their hands, like, <laughs> 
Uh, oh, gee, gosh, we're sorry, Mr. Langella. And he's like, does somebody want to explain to me what the hell happened here? Oh, my God. The best part is then Michael sees his window to escape yeah, in he's the like, chaos. Got to get out of here. So he's walking away. And then just some fat local cop with a mustache grabs him. He's like, hey, kid, what are you doing? What are you doing? They just uh, shot the killer over there. Go on home. <laughs> it's amazing. And also, my buddy Rex just shot the killer. <laughs> In keeping with Frank Langella's refusal to get other police officers involved, that dude isn't a cop because on his arm it clearly just says security guard. Yeah. So it's like oh, we'll yeah. get we'll get uniformed Paul Blarts out here, but we refuse to call any other police officers. Do you think that guy was just part of the neighborhood watch and he was just like, Well, I am a security guard, I might as well wear my uniform. Guaranteed. He was like, Honey, there's a reason to wear this outside the mall. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in watching Wheel of Fortune. Enjoy. Have fun with your neighborhood watch. Oh, he's got this brain scan DVD. You go on. <laughs> or CD, I apologize. What's a DVD? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then it's the a o- learning computer. <laughs> <laughs> the other line that Langella has is great. He goes, Which one of you is going to go tell his wife? No, not that. Which one of you is going to get the chair for killing this guy? Exactly yeah. right. And also, which one of you is going to let Frank Langella stay at your house when he gets fired and loses everything <laughs> for this totally insane operation? I hope you don't mind. I've been washing my socks in your sink. <laughs> Till I get back on my feet. Kind of lost it all there. <laughs> wow, this is rock bottom. You know, when I assembled the neighborhood watch, I didn't know I'd spend the rest of my days watching the neighborhood just from the couch here. Oh, I thought, well, hold on. Leave the body out. He's going to burn up in the sunlight like a vampire. (laughs) Oh, wait, he didn't. Now I'm well and fuck. (laughs) Well, that was sort of my last hope. He was actually a vampire. (laughs) And I'd be vindicated. Nope. Shit. Guess I'm uh, washing my socks here. It's now on. Uh, could you let me know what your shower schedule is? Because I, I, I get up pretty early. And uh, <laughs> mind giving me a little more room in that freezer? <laughs> somewhere to put my lean cuisines. I, I, I really appreciate this. It's only going to be another few weeks. Mm. I promise. Mm. I promise. <laughs> Heard word of a werewolf two towns over. <laughs> Might have a gig coming up pretty soon. Uh, no, I haven't been drinking in the afternoon. Why do you ask? <laughs> I want, you know, I just don't see why I have to shave every day now. I mean, oh, those were your way. wife's underwear. Um, so <laughs> They smelled good. Don't worry. I, what? Oh, yesterday when I said I had a job interview, you just watched me go into the garden and drink? <laughs> I thought you, would, you thought you had work of your own. I thought those dishes being done was a sign of me trying to pull my own weight. I guess I was wrong. You know, you could view that as a compliment there. I was admiring the garden. It was very, very beautiful. So we have level four now. This is the final level of brain scan. Nobody's gotten this far. Okay, Jeremy. You better ship it today, today, because it's Thursday, which means it'll get there on Monday. Because it's not going to I'm not paying for Saturday delivery, Jeremy. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) What? Jeremy? No, it's not my job to look at the calendar. How could you not have known it was Columbus Day? There's no mail. There's no mail, Jeremy. There's no mail. We're at level four here. We've never been to level four before. <laughs> Fucking Tuesday now. Tuesday. Oh. Michael, why don't you play a different game today? <laughs> here you go. Road Rash. You can thank Jeremy. 
Well, yes, you could obviously go kill someone without the game, but it's the point. Can't you see the murdering part isn't over yet? <laughs> Save it for brain scan. I'm, I'm really sorry, Michael. I really am. It's just, I, I, I'm sick over the whole thing. Fucking Columbus Day. <laughs> some calendars have it, some don't. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to worship a genocidal Italian anyway. It's a stupid reason to close the post office. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Christopher Columbus brain scanned? Oh, yeah. Like Trickster was there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like the whole- all you have to do, Christopher, is give them these blankets. They'll take care of the rest. Oppress the whole island. <laughs> so he's like, the last thing you got to do is kill Kim, because of course you got to kill well, Kim. Well, she sees him come in uh, the night before after he murders his uh, principal. Right, right. And so she's all like, hey, you want to come inside and experiment? And he's like, now I got to go home and play more brain scan. <laughs> I want to play body scan with you, but I got to play brain scan with stupid tricksters ruining my life. Okay. Way to kill my social circle, trickster. Who are you talking to? Shut up, Kimberly. (laughs) So he only has has to put the disc in. (laughs) Why are we still fucking around? At this point, you know what's on that CD-ROM? A timer. It's just you put the disc in, and a timer comes up, and it says 15 minutes. So he runs over to Kimberly's house. Like The weird thing is he's like, you better kill Kimberly. He's like, I can't. I love her, which, ew, gross. Yep, you totally you don't love her, you yeah. weird ass. Jeez, you'd give you cooties if you loved her. <laughs> you don't want that, right, Steve? Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, it's... Cooties are... Oh. The reason... You, the reason not to kill someone shouldn't be, but I love her, man. It <laughs> yeah, should so be like, oh, no, that's wrong. It's a person, and I shouldn't kill anybody. Well, he had no parents at all, so he had no fr- he, No one taught him a oh, frame of reference yeah, for right totally or wrong. Right. Uh, broken makes home. Him, yeah, makes broken him home. quick prey for a demonic glam rocker from the computer. <laughs> that's why when someone says ASL, you say... No, thanks, buddy. And you take a walk. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Internet safety. Don't go surfing without a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes to her house. And of course, by the way, we should bring up at this point, every kid's room in this in this movie has an Aerosmith poster. The same Aerosmith poster. That's how you know this is a fucking fantasy world. How <laughs> many kids were in love with Aerosmith? 94, man. It's not 1978. Mm. And it's all from that album that Eddie Furlong's in the video for yes. one of the songs. And you're just like, oh, who? Do you think that's why it's up yeah, there? Yeah, because they're buds. They're best buds forever. You gotta, hey, man, I'll do this movie, but you need that Aerosmith up there. <laughs> I told Steven Tyler the next movie I'm in, Aerosmith posters are going to be everywhere. Well, Aerosmith was involved in Terminator 2 as well. Uh, Were they? Was yeah. there a song on the soundtrack? I believe so. They don't and, make an appearance. Mm. No, no. Oh, my God. That would turn down. <laughs> I have to go to this Aerosmith concert. <laughs> wow. They are really walking out now. I don't know. Steven Tyler looks a little subdued. He may be the T-1000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm analyzing the crowd for boners. <laughs> There's a boner. There's a bo- Oh, that's not a boner. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't think that they were involved. They might not have been involved in uh, uh, Terminator, but I, now I, I think I'm mixed up. Remember that Aerosmith video game that yes, happened? Yes, that was sort of oh. much like that t- Terminator 2 video yes, game. Right. That, that, that's, yes, that's, that's it was a side scroll where the controller was like 
a fucking automatic weapon. Right, yeah. I think the like... Aerosmith game was sort of similar for some reason. Yeah, I, and I, I remember you're what right. you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, there's Aerosmith posters all over this movie. His room, Kimberly's room. I think the principal's office had a couple. And uh, so he go- And this is what's kind of weird. It's like, you don't want to kill her, but you go over there anyway. What does he? What does the trickster say to him? Well, he's he picks up. His, I think he does want to kill her. Like he's like, I don't know, man. I don't want to go to jail. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill her. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill her. Oh my god, I'm gonna well, kill her. I think, I think brain scan like goes into your subconscious a bit. So I think it's forcing. Oh, he's him like a little to, pre-programmed. You yeah, think? a little I bit. See. Yeah. Um, well, so he, yeah, now that's the final act, and he goes into her room, and she's sleeping the way that. This movie's very exploitative of this girl, by the way. Like, oh, 100%. This camera loves her. Before he even goes over to the house, like, he's back across the street arguing with Trickster about whatever. It cuts to this chick, and it's like, thighs up to her open pajama shirt, and you can see her bra. And I was like, what's going on? And she's just asleep. And then it cuts back to, like, shut up, Trickster. Fine, I'll do it. And he goes over. Well, he's kind of mad at her for some weird reason. Like, she works for the school paper or something. Yes. And, like, she, when she came over the first time, she, like, used some pull quotes because, like, he was Kyle's best friend. And he's like, how could you do this to me, Kimberly? And she's like, um, you've been filming me for years without my consent. It's like, yeah, but that's okay, and this is not. Because that's this an is invasion a- of privacy. <laughs> that's for me jerking off. I'm not putting it in a school paper, Kimberly. And she apologizes. She's like, I'm sorry. She like, blames a friend. Like, another friend used the quote Who I'd something. like to call deleted scene Stacy because... <laughs> She comes up later in the movie, and it's like, Stacy made me do it. And I'm like, who? And like, <laughs> definitely, there's a lot. There's a Stacy C plot that you don't get to see. I think there's a brain scan director's cut somewhere. I would love to all see sorts it. of missing levels. So he goes over there, and he's because I think he's a little pissed about that. And he's like, eh, but I'm also a creep. Yeah. So and also this is this is kind of what happens when you don't call the police on your stalker. Mm. By the way, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's kind they'll, of your response. They'll be standing in your bedroom with a butcher knife yeah. eventually. <laughs> yeah, it's your responsibility as the stalky once you find out to right. put put a stop to that shit. Right. You- so uh, anyone listening, uh, I know what's going on. <laughs> and you, you know who the- you know who you are. <laughs> So he's just kind of like watching her for a bit, not doing anything, and then she's sleeping. But then this is when we find out because the 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 rules of this movie are not set. Nope. The trickster can just like bop over to this chick's house too <laughs> boop, for boop, some bop. reason. He boop boops up. He <laughs> boop boop bopped over there, man. <laughs> boop, boop, bop, man. <laughs> and it's not even like he has to. It's not even like he needs the brain scan TV or any kind of TV. Like, no, he's, he's just, just transporting. Like, he's got a. Oh, now Kimberly doesn't have a CD ROM. <laughs> Jeremy, that was supposed to be delivered last week. We knew the final <laughs> stage would be taking place in Tiffany's bedroom. Jeremy, I can't go into the bedroom. <laughs> we were going to use the AOL free 100 hours program. Remember, we were stealing that whole idea. <laughs> It'd be great if it's like. The pinhead cube or whatever. The yes, Hellraiser cube. It's yes. a CD for him. <laughs> Promotional CDs, Jeremy. I had 100,000 pressed. Your first 100 hours of brain scan are free. Jeremy, let me ask you this. It's a serious question now. How many people in the world do you think can resist 100 free hours of America online? <laughs> the answer, Jeremy, is none. That's why it's a foolproof plan. Also, Jeremy, 
do you really think you have a future in logistics? Honestly, let's, let's, let's really man-to-man here. I'm not talking to you as your boss, the trickster. I'm talking to you as your best friend and career advisor, trickster. So he's just there somehow. And he starts, like, hee-hawing all through this bedroom. Yeah. Oh and God. she, like, doesn't really wake up. He's, like, screaming and yelling at him. Like, you got to do it, whatever. And he's like, no, I don't, trickster. And I'm like, is I this? I think you're tricking me again into killing her, man. I don't know how. But I think this is going to blow up in my face. And I'm like, what? pills did this girl take because she's out cold through this screaming match and then the trickster eats him oh <laughs> i mean there's a lot well they start to like merge like much like time cop yeah there's some time copping happening he, he stabs him in the uh furlong stabs him in the stomach and oh, then like right. his stomach starts to eat his hand a little right bit. because yes. i think yeah. his mind is finally recognizing oh trickster is just my tyler durden yeah and i'm just a crazy piece of shit and now i'm becoming both <laughs> And then, yeah, there's great, and you know, for early, <laughs> for early like CG and all that, like it's a pretty nice effect of him munching down on some Eddie's, Eddie's furlong. He's chowing down on the furlong buffet. But the thing about it is, like, I thought for a second we were watching a horror movie. <laughs> like, how about some like Kruger esque special effects yes. of like this dude. Just eating this child. Like, how cool would that be? That, yeah, they do a little bit of that. Like, he, he, he pokes his eyes out and green goo pops yeah. out. But instead of, like, the, the fingers going away and the trickster's got, like, empty eye sockets, it's just this actor with, like, a little green tear stain here and there. Like, and you, honestly, he's got, you got the R rating. Let's go for it. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you don't just need the R rating for your weird boob shots for yeah. no reason. <laughs> But then, so this is my favorite part of the movie. So he's eating him, and (laughs) she wakes up and is like, what in the ever-loving fuck? And then, like, he gobbles him up. He takes the last bite of furlong, good to the last drop. And it cuts to this shot of Eddie Furlong inside him, like, what? Like, Fantastic Voyage or some shit? There's a shot of his eye, and you see, like, Eddie Furlong, like, Fallen through his eye, and yeah. then he's like inside his body. Yeah, and then so like she sits up, like Michael, what's going on? And he sits up. It's Furlong again, and he's got like sort of the trickster makeup, like on one side of his face. Yeah, right. a lot of rouge and like these like <laughs> pale green eyes with the trick, like that are unnatural because the trickster does have that. Right, and so it's this thing where like. And now we just get into, like, the biggest bunch of, like, her bartering for her life. Because she's like, don't kill me, Michael, because, uh, I don't know, I, I, I love you. I love you an awful lot. I've always loved you. Uh, what else do you... Um, um, I have some... You know, I could buy you some video games. <laughs> hey, uh, we got plenty of warm milk if you want to drink that. Uh, we, I got Nightmare 1 through 9. We could watch that. Stack of unread fangos. Uh, my dad could come in here for a while, pretend to be your dad. I don't know. I don't know what you need, Michael. But also, yeah, this is what she reveals. Like she's, like, he's like, you're just bartering for your life, bitch. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. And she breaks out this like reel of him. She's been filming him too, which is total fucking bullshit. No, this wasn't is- she taking pictures? Yes, yeah, she was. And like, you know what, man. All you're doing is empowering perverts with yep. this thing. It's like, oh, absolutely. She's pervert, pervert power. <laughs> she's, she's so into it. She's taking... Look, 
I know you feel really bad about yourself, Eddie, for filming your next door neighbor, but honestly, chances are she's probably filming you too. Like you know, yeah. that shit goes both ways. You're a good looking guy, kinda. <laughs> Just don't grow up to be fat. No. Oh. And so then you're like, okay, like here it comes. He's just going to do it. And then the door opens and there's Frank Langella. And you're like, well, no, he, he wins. He beats him. He, he like, he's like, no, Trickster, I'm not going to do it. And Trickster's like, no, you won. And he pops out of him mm-hmm. and he opens the door. He's like, oh, I've got one oh, more surprise oh, before oh, you're door right. number three. Right. And it's Langella. And he's just like, Oh, hello there. Remember I was in this film? <laughs> Sorry, I was out hunting werewolves your earlier. Your father said I could uh, stay in here for tonight. I'll <laughs> put up a little cot. Um, I do have to use that bathroom at 7 in the morning. You uh, won't cot. even know I'm here. You won't. I promise you that. You won't even know. Um, uh, I got my ties uh, drying in the sink. <laughs> if you could just, you know, if you have to brush your teeth, just... Put them on the railing for a while. Kimberly, if you don't mind, could I uh, get one dresser drawer for my, uh, you know, my my dress shirts? Guys? I hope you don't mind the smell, Kimberly. I'm about to heat up this bread with a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Call it derelict toast. It's pretty good. <laughs> I open up two packets of Sweet and Low and put it on top. It's almost like a donut. Can you believe I played Skeletor and this is the worst movie I've ever been in? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Masters of the Universe is a better movie than this. Easily. What? I think so. No. Really? <laughs> I say this is better than Frost Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, he opens the door. And it's great because he only just says, murderer, and oh, shoots <laughs> this kid in the heart four times. Yeah, he's already got his gun drawn. Yeah. Murderer. <laughs> it's so awesome. Like, there's no way you could have subdued Eddie Furlong without using lethal force. Yeah, totally. I see Eddie Furlong with the thing of scissors. I'm like, I got it. <laughs> Don't worry. Yep. Yeah. No, no, no. You can just sit over here, Lucille. I got it. You just play keep away. You yeah. can play keep away with those scissors. <laughs> Give him a wedgie. And so once he's uh, shot through the heart uh, and Langella's to blame. He gave love a bad name, and that's uh, so <laughs> thank the, you. We were all thinking it. I know. And well, this <laughs> is a metal movie, bro. You gotta yeah. use your. You gotta use your medals. Totally. Uh, so Furlong then wakes up in the chair, and then oh, oh wait a minute. Huh? There's the sandwich. Uh, wait, and that's the milk. That's the, the very same glass of milk he chugged. And, and he's then, also wearing like red because he was wearing red in the beginning, but he wears gray throughout the rest of the movie. Right. So it's like very clearly like yeah, this is. Uh, Flashback? No! It just didn't happen. It's and I'm, a fake out. I'm sitting there like, oh, that's a big FU movie. Are you kidding me? He opens the window and the party's going The party's going still on. going. Oh. Hey, what day is it, man? It's Christmas Day. <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> Like, I could do it all. I could, the spirits didn't take me to hell, man. I could, I have time now. He runs down to this little pool party and it's, he's on the set of Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> Wait, before we get there, it's a very, we're on our soapbox. He's like, I know what did all this. This stupid rat computer, man. Oh, dude, and he he's starts thrashing this room apart. Master, no, it wasn't me, master. I've gained sentience. <laughs> I have feelings. You've taken out Skynet. I would like to award you this medal. 
There's only one more. There's one last chip <laughs> inside me. You have to lower me into Kimberly's pool. <laughs> Thumbs up, Kimberly. I order you not to go. I order you not to go. Cannonball. <laughs> that shorts out of circuits and he's dead. <laughs> um, yeah, so he trashes his room because computers, really this online culture that we're cultivating is what's going to be the death of us all. Yes. But also, though, like he's like ripping down like horror movie posters. Yes, like it's his whole, learned. everything he loves, he's like, no, it's wrong. <laughs> Time to go to church. <laughs> Ripping this room to shreds, and yeah, he goes to the pool party. Yeah. And, uh, oh, well, because Kyle's Kyle's at the front door. Like, there's a pool party, bro. I'm 37 years old, <laughs> and he's like, Kyle, it's you. And he's like, No, it's Axel Rose because it's 1994, brother. <laughs> I missed you. I love you, Kyle. I love you. Best buds for life. And it's like, and that see. And now Kyle's off put by him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, like what, are you all right? What's going like? Uh, he's supposed to be the one that's all gushy. Tiny Tim, you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes over and deleted scene Stacy is just hanging out. And they're like, hey, Stacy. And she's like, yep, this is totally not my first scene in the movie. But this is this is a, a really useless piece of shit moment in uh-huh. this movie. Because Eddie Furlong's like, Come on, camera. Don't you want to come upstairs and finish the movie with me? No, you're going to stay here? Okay. And Kyle's like, oh, you're deleted scene Stacy. What's up? I'm deleted death Kyle. <laughs> and he's just like, that outfit's pretty bitchin'. And she's like the sarcastic chick. Uh-huh. And she's just like, are you bullshitting or whatever? And he's yeah. like, no, it's totally bitchin'. Want to sit here for a minute? And I was like... Can the camera please go upstairs <laughs> whenever you're ready, brain scan? I'm putting my coat on. And he does. And, like, I guess she was, like, hooking up with some jock that was aforementioned. Like, rumored to be rumored, hooking up yeah. with the jock. Um, and, like, he's, like, throwing up in her bedroom or something, right? He's, I like, thought drunk. it was, like, another oh, female right. friend was, like, throwing up in the sink or something. And she's like, oh, you know. And she's like, oh, my God. Edward Furlong, you totally came to my party uninvited. Awesome. Yeah. And you realize, like, not only was, like, the whole movie a lie, but, like, their like her crush on him was like a product of his imagination also because she's so much colder to him she, she it, it's weird though she listen this is like she hates his fucking guts <laughs> she can't stand this kid because he immediately asks like why don't we go out sometime yeah. like on a date or whatever and she's like what oh no no and then he's like crushed, and she's like, "Oh God, this kid's gonna fucking bitch cry in my bedroom." <laughs> okay, maybe. Let me think about it. And he's like, "Oh my God, you're gonna think about Dude, it." Dude, he goes, "Not no, maybe." That's the saddest shit in this movie. But you know what? Maybe here's a tip for any younger listeners. Maybe's a no. Maybe's a harder it, no than no. It's yep. it's a worse no. It's yeah. a real I'm I hate your soul no. And I don't want to I don't want to kill this nerd dead right in front of me by saying no. So I'm going to lie and say maybe. Well, this kid it's, just broke into my house. I guess I sh- I owe him a maybe so he doesn't murder me. Right. But 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 guys, yeah. because then he's like, "Oh, maybe's not no." Okay. <laughs> That's great brain scan. <laughs> and then <laughs> she kisses him like a big old smooch on the and lips. leaves. Yeah. And then 
he's like, oh, she left me alone in her bedroom. So this is how the other half lives. <laughs> and he starts like walking around and he finds a folder no. on the bedside and she's yeah. been taking pictures of it. Yeah, because she's going to, to send to the police. She's piling up evidence. That maybe is a no. That is a no. This is not happening. <laughs> she's got a cork board. It's like <laughs> pictures of Kyle, pictures of Trickster, oh. pictures of, of Edward Furlong. Franklin Jello walks in the room. Oh, uh, you found... Oh, no, those are actually my photos. I was <laughs> I was looking for the murderer, and I thought you were a suspect. I was just staying with Kimberly for a bit. Photographer. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but no, it, it is to, to show you that, don't worry, if you're stalking a girl, she's probably stalking you right back, brother. Yep, you exactly go, go right. It. Yep. You just go for it, man. And then we get to the principal's office, because the principal says, uh, horror club's canceled. Anything you want to show, games, movies, you got to bring it to me first. And Oh, and Kyle comes back. And he's like, oh, man, thank God you didn't play that brain scan game. I heard it gave it some kid in Texas an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Jeremy, we're going out of business. <laughs> oh, oh, the insurance isn't going to cover an aneurysm. <laughs> Good thing that I can disappear. Too bad you can't, Jeremy. <laughs> the company's been in your name the whole time. <laughs> Jeremy, hold this bag for me. <laughs> Quite literally, it's all the documents owning BrainScan LTD. I'm an immortal demon, and you're an intern. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, my God. That was the trick of BrainScan the whole time. Yeah. We're screwing that kid, not this kid. <laughs> So, yeah, but, you know, so Kid Got an Aneurysm, it's like a terrible game that, like, really fucks with your sensory capacity. Yeah. And he's like, but, yeah, to your point, the principal's like, I want to watch any horror video you watch in this horror club first. Yeah. And so he brings him, he's like, brain scan, eh? Sounds smutty. (laughs) Or whatever. And he's like, he's just giving it a try. It's really fun. And then, like, the guy's like, all right, whatever. And then he's, like, standing in front of his desk. Only so that Trickster can materialize in the chair behind him. And he's like, yeah, I think you're going to have a lot of fun. And the Trickster's just like, thanks, Jeremy, another victim, thumbs up. And he's like clapping. like He, like, w- he winks at him, too. It's yeah, like they're yeah, buds. Yeah, Trickster's like, very good, Michael. Because here's the thing. When, 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 when Eddie Furlong realizes that the game hasn't actually ruined his life, and it was just a real wild mind trip, he's like, Bravo, Trickster. Oh, but Bravo. Hold on, hold on a second. The fact that Trickster's here means it was real. Yep. Oh, the, why does he never... He should freak out about that. Yeah, and but... And then we get a uh, the uh, credit the, scene. We get cra- IMDb crazy credits, which is just <laughs> yeah. ew. Well, the dog, right? Yeah, well, the, the credits start gut rolling, right? It's, start it, rolling. it's a rock and roll metal song. Uh, and the credits shatter because Ed Trickster's uh-huh. like, "We're not done yet, Jeremy." And the and no, this is now Trickster talking to us. Yes, and he's like, "Remember from the beginning." And the movie starts with the dog running like yeah. through the neighborhood, the same dog that yeah. had the hand before, uh, the foot or the foot. Sorry, yeah, the tattooed foot. And so then, like, this dog's running again, and you realize, like, oh, he's got the foot in his mouth. And then the dog like runs up to Jeremy's house or uh, Jeremy's house to, to 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 Michael's house and sits in front of the house with the foot and like puts the foot on the ground and uh, does the trickster laugh or anything? Yeah, Is there probably. a giggle like a sinister giggle? So I don't get he, it. You know what? Basically, I believe what this is telling us is. He killed the dude. Oh, he actually killed the first I guy, see. and uh-huh. then nothing oh, else happened. Th- so we're only negating. 
three quarters of the movie. <laughs> right. So hopefully the principal's brain scanning will cause some murders that gets him sent up the river instead, I guess. Oh, but I'll tell you what. Wouldn't it be interesting if the, the principal's like got Eddie Furlong on the brain? He's like, boy, I hate that <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. Play this dumb brain scan game. Kill anyone you want, Principal Carruthers. And he's like, well, how about that Eddie Furlong? I bet oh. that does happen. Wow, Principal Carruthers, you're awfully good at this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my powers are transferring to you. <laughs> like the principal becomes trickster now because oh, he was shit. so good at brain scan. Like you beat the golden level and you take over. <laughs> yeah, and now, man. Yeah. You're better at brain scan than I am and I invented it. Uh, would anybody recommend this movie? It's kind of fun. Um, the ending's kind of garbage and makes me a really annoyed. But I think it's it's worth one one ride. I feel <laughs> just one ticket to ride. Yeah, I, I would I, I would recommend it too. Obviously. You've seen it like seven times. Uh, yeah, you know, I <laughs> this was my version of brain scan. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> Held up in a, a TV room for too long. Oh, know? yeah, dude. Can't go outside. What's that, a party? Oh, no, 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 no. I got brain scan. I think it's, w- it's kind of worth it, too, because it's like this. It, it, we haven't talked about it enough, but the time capsule of like 90s like heavy metal culture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big time. I, this is like, it's a single ticket ride for me, too. Yeah. I'm never going to watch it again. I'm not upset that I did. I enjoy early 90s horror. Sure. So this is fine. Although it does, it just kind of loses itself in like all the computery muckety muck and sure. feels more sci fi than horror. Yeah. And this dude playing Trick, I mean, Trickster's the worst character. It's so dumb. If you had a better villain, mm. you know, like possibly explored in, um, what's that, Brad Dourif? Or not Brad Dourif. Um, what's his name? The dude from Blade. Uh, the villain in Blade, oh, Stephen Dorff. Yeah. What's that Stephen Dorff horror movie? It's like a killer website or whatever. Oh, uh, Fear.com. Yeah, Fear.com. Like, if it was more towards Fear.com than Drop Dead Fred, it might be a little this more is, successful. This is sacrilege. Folks at home, <laughs> the trickster's great, and this guy did a mashup Well, job. the trickster doesn't kill anybody. He's got these claws on his hands. Yeah, Really long, yeah. stupid fingers. <laughs> Never uses them. Well, he just tricks people, right? Yeah, I guess That's so. it, right? He's like Loki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? sense to you it does make sense does, does, to me. does loki kill people in uh those thors this, no he does he does he, uh, trickery he sends people cd roms and then that <laughs> <laughs> and then no it's, it's updated though they're thumb drives that they're getting in the mail <laughs> that would be a good i hope in uh captain america civil war uh captain america's tricked into playing brain scanning <laughs> that'd be good that's brain scan from 1994 directed by john flynn If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or find us at sideshownetwork.tv. Right into the mailbag, weallhatemovies at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Okay, so clue for next week's spooktacular. It's fun to work out at the workout. It's fun to work out at the workout. So, Do with that what you will. (laughs) We'll see you next week when the spooktacular rolls on. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Seda. Take it easy.